we try to promote other books from Spanish um, uh, publishing houses. So uh, because we are not afraid of of them uh, robbing us uh, or fan base or things like that. It's it's not like that. We we, we need uh, more people reading science fiction and this. Uh, these other uh, uh, publishing houses uh, uh, do that. So it's, it's really good for us that they exist. <laughs> you are listening to Geekdom in Powers. Welcome back! My name is Guy Hasson and this is Geekdom in Powers, the podcast that maps out the indie geek world and those who are not usually highlighted from all across the globe. Previously on Geekdom in Powers, I spoke with science fiction author and editor Cristina Jurado and she mentioned a small Spanish publisher which is doing an anthology of science fiction and fantasy stories written by women or non-binary authors. I said, I need to speak to them. That was in the podcast. And this is it. The publisher is called Crononauta. That is C-R-O-N-O, Crono, Nauta, like Nautilus, A. And we are speaking to Elena Lozano, editor of Crono Nauta. The conversation turned out to be a fascinating and surprising interview about how, well, how to create something important when the ads are against you. We talked about many things, but that's my main takeaway. As I said, I'm mapping out the indie world and the world of those who are not highlighted by most people. This is a trend that you've seen in some of the previous episodes. You'll see it in this one and it comes back in the next few episodes as well. Hopefully, it'll be here forever. I like this direction of Geekdom in Powers. It's what I wanted it to be. So, here is Elena Lozano, who I should say... I did, for some reason, expected like a gray-haired 60-year-old woman. And on Zoom, she looked like she looked 26. So the first thing you hear is my surprise. <laughs> Let's listen. Thank you very much for having us. <laughs> nice to meet you. I actually, I expected, because you're running like a, a publisher, a publisher thing. I expected someone like 60 years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> and no. stuff like that. No. No, Very 36, so. <laughs> so you did same. a lot of things when you were young. It's, uh, um, I still consider myself uh, young, but <laughs> um, I'm uh, a computer scientist uh, and I work uh, in my day job. I work uh, as a computer scientist, uh, but uh, I'm also... Uh, do this thing with Coronauta, so uh, I'm doing both things, so it's okay. Yes, that happens a lot in <laughs> yeah. the world. We have an actual job, then we have the thing that... <laughs> that happens a lot, yes. I think in, in, in all countries. Yeah, and you're in uh, Seville, Sevilla, right? Yes, I'm in Sevilla, yes, and uh, in, in actually in a little uh, town near Seville, uh, but it's uh, like I don't know, 10 minutes uh, by car uh, to go to the city center, so it's okay. Um, and yes, uh, we are now having a lot of um, heat. <laughs> it's really warm here now, <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. but it's summer, so it's the, the normal thing here. So I was in Seville once, I, was, I invited to Hispa- Hispanicon, which happened in Seville in the time. And it's a beautiful country, and I remember flying from uh, Madrid to Seville, and I was thinking, this is bigger than my country, just the flight over here. Oh. <laughs> and 
it was very beautiful. And I landed on a day when all the shops were closed. Like I didn't have any food with me. And oh. I, out, and I don't know what day it was. It was a certain holiday or something. And, oh, I couldn't find anything open outside. And then I found like one. I was looking around for an hour until I found one place. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it was, um, uh, what time of uh, what uh, time of the year was? Or I don't, you don't remember. remember. It was years ago. Maybe if what is Pacón, maybe it, it would be, I don't know, November or something like that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> But, uh, yes, it's a... Uh, It's a really nice city. Uh, I, the thing that I love the most is the Alcázar. I don't know if you could, if you were here for a day, you couldn't. I was for a few days, but I was just walking around. I didn't go into. Uh, okay, just, but uh, uh, the river. You come again? Yes, you have to to go to the Alcázar. I think that um, I know that uh, Game of Thrones was uh, filmed there. I don't know if you. Yes, so I don't yeah. know if you watch that TV series, but <laughs> watch was... the first season. Okay, no, but it was in the in the following ones when when Seville appeared. So it was really fun to 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 watch the the scenarios and say oh, that's that place and that's the other place and it was really fun. <laughs> but mm. so were there any dragons in Seville? Uh, uh yes, I think yes, so. I think so because um. Uh, the last season, I think uh, they filmed some, yes, something with dragons in, in the, yes, 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 I remember, yes, in Italica. It's a, a place that is um archaeological site and it has like, um, I don't know how to say that in, in English, but uh, uh, it's like um, uh, a circus. Yes, I think it's called circus and like Roman circus, circus, oh, yeah. and and it's um it's a little bit um, destroyed, but they did it okay in the TV series. They <laughs> um they fixed it with CGI, so it's okay. <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you the other thing I remember when I was meeting the fans and the people who were there. It was. The publishers were talking to me about how small, this was 15 years ago, even more, how, how small the science fiction and fantasy world was. So if you're a publisher, like if you publish regular things, you don't get to sell a lot of books in science fiction or fantasy. And if you publish original Spanish authors, it's an even smaller audience. And yes. I was, and when I was talking to Uh, Christina Jurado, who also recommend, talked about you, uh, she was talking about suddenly, you know, there's a kind of a growing of, uh, of small publications which talk about really small kind of things. And I was wondering, how is that even possible if the audience is really, really small? Mm. I think that um, the, the audience is uh, still uh, small, uh, but uh, it's a really loyal uh, audience. Hmm. So it's um, uh, for example we, we have we haven't had a um, uh, I don't know a really big um, we, we haven't had a really big audiences because uh, we are really small but um, the the people who who read uh, our books um, are really uh, they trust a lot uh, in in our uh, in our decisions uh, and in our publications and and they usually like uh, the things that we publish. And, and that's something that uh, we cherish because it's um, 
it's uh, really good to know that uh, you have like a, a loyal fan base to say it in a way but uh, it's uh, it's really it's really nice because um I think that there are a lot of um, the people who read these kind of um, uh, books uh, are not um, a lot, but they are really, really loyal. So I think that that's the best thing uh, that could happen. So how did, you find, how did you find them? Like, I'm going to go eventually in order, but... Ah, no problem. How did you find the base? Uh... We, we started by um, using um, uh, social networks. Uh, for example, uh, we started with Twitter uh, and Instagram. It w was later, yes, maybe one year or two later. And we started there. We, we started sending uh, our books to people who, who did uh, reviews. And, and that... Uh, uh, gradually was um, was growing at, at, the, at first we only published published uh, two books uh, in one year so we didn't uh, have the need to to overwhelm uh, <laughs> the people and uh, and we started really really gradu gradually and and that's what that is good for us because um, we uh, we uh, the the pub the publishing method what was more uh, word of word of mouth than than something mm. than another thing because we didn't uh, I don't know pay for advertisement or things like that we only uh, uh, talk with people and uh, through through social networks and we we went to to events uh, to I don't know if you know uh, Celsius the festival it's a festival that is uh, um, uh, it's on Asturias in the north of Spain, mm -hmm. or uh, for example, Ispacón. We 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 also went to Ispacón uh, when we could. Uh, <laughs> this last year we it was a virtual one, so it was good. Uh, but um, the the previous ones we we, we went uh, there, and and we started to to meet uh, the the people that that is in, it is in the that are in this uh, world and it's really good it's uh, because you you know the people and then the people know you and you can tell uh, uh, directly uh, what your books are about and and you can um, make a connection and that's thing uh, that's the thing i believe that uh, has uh, allowed us to grow I think in in science fiction and fantasy on, on in on the one hand we have you know we have a tendency to be completely crazy and you know oh this is the greatest thing ever and just <laughs> tell everyone but also <laughs> especially in books the experience is so deep uh, i asked this once i was in front of an audience and i asked them uh, if it's just me or is it everyone um the experience is so deep that you can't even talk about it sometimes for like a few months and you can't tell people about it because you don't know how so sometimes word of mouth is easy in the gig world. And sometimes it's really hard, even if something is really uh, important and touches you. Mm -hmm. And have you found this? Have you seen this? I, I think so, because uh, there are people who, who really, I don't know, you, you haven't met them and, and they are on, I don't know, on Twitter, on, on, on Instagram, and they, 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 uh, start uh, telling you how how 
this um, this book or this story has uh, touched uh, touch their their heart, and it's really 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 nice uh, to see uh, people um, to see how people uh, can can feel that way with a thing that you you have uh, helped made, and I think that's really really good, and and that's what books are for. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Last thing before we get to the thing itself, because I'll forget it. I remember okay. about when I was, again, in, in Seville, I was talking to the publishers. Mm -hmm. There was a group of fans there, and someone explained to me, like, uh, you know, about Buffy fans and all kinds of... Uh, these are fans of... There's a special series in Spain, uh, maybe vampires, maybe not, that goes through generations. And for generations, you keep publishing books about them, not necessarily by the same authors. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but I don't know exactly which uh, series is, but I, I, I know a that. Few of them? I, I don't remember. I, I, I don't think that maybe I noted in, the, <laughs> in that group of fans, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, don't, was, I don't know. It was, it was like a big, uh, like uh, a, a soap opera. But okay. it took decades and it was in books. So it was decades. It wasn't just about decades. It was also, it, it was decades of publishing books. about. I don't time. remember. I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. Maybe okay. I, I will have to ask because I, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> but I, I know that there is a, a saga that it's called the Aznar saga. But I don't know if it, it is that. I, I, but I don't know yeah. about, okay. I, I know that it has a lot a, a lot of books uh, published, but I don't remember if that's about vampires or something like that. I don't maybe know. I maybe I don't remember that it's vampires. Maybe it's not vampires, but it, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, no way. So now back to I want to do this in the right order. Like okay, um, I don't mind if you want to mix it, but um, no, I mixed uh, it and now we're starting again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll uh, interrupt you in the middle. Okay. So, um, how did you get into this world? Like, how did you in this? Okay, your origin story. Uh, my origin story. <laughs> now I'm a Marvel character. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, for me, uh, literature uh, has been a part of me since I was a child because my mom really loved uh, science fiction, uh, and and she she passed that uh, passion. Uh, uh, to me and she was always uh, saying you have to read this you have to read this and I don't know I, I, I think I was 10 years old when my, my mom said you have to read The Hobbit and things like that <laughs> and I was like okay, maybe I, I'm really young for this <laughs> but uh, I I really liked uh, all the things that she uh, all the books that she give, gave me and but um, as I told you before I uh, became a computer scientist uh, because I, I really like uh, science and computers, and um, but I kept uh, being in love in this, uh, with uh, with this world, and I found a, a I found people who had that same passion, that same love, and we kind of motivated us uh, uh, um, each uh, one another, and and we decided to to create Cronauta because. Um, uh, the original story of Cronauta is uh, different from mine, but <laughs> it's um, uh, we we started uh, uh, 
because we we found that uh, there were well, there were a lot of um, uh, female uh, writers who who weren't uh, being published here, and it was uh, something that we believe, and it was it wasn't something that we 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 knew for a fact, and but but we we found that for example I don't know big names like. Ursula Le Guin or Joanna Ras or James uh, Tipri Jr. were really um, difficult to find here. You, we have to, we had to go to secondhand bookstores or uh, book fairs, and 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 it was really really hard to find them. And the translations were not really were good, but uh, they could be better and things like that. Uh, we started to go into bookshops. We started to count uh, how many books in the science fiction sections. Uh, were um, written by female authors and it was really frustrating because there were almost uh, none and um, we we the science part of myself uh, said we have to do a study about this and we did it <laughs> and the numbers were really were more frustrated frustrating yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was um it was uh, the the difference was really really, really huge. Uh, the rate between male and female authors was really huge, and even names like I don't know Yemisin or Lecky, who had won a lot of awards uh, by then, uh, they they got, got uh, less publicity than than the male uh, ones. So I. Uh, I, I shared this with uh, the, the colleagues that I told you, and and we 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 thought that we had to do something, and we had to bring uh, female authors uh, to to Spain, mm -hmm. and um, and we decided to do something about it, and and here we are, <laughs> four years later, uh, we have uh, ten books uh, published, and uh, we have uh, published uh, more than thirty stories uh, in our matrium. Uh, that is like a, a, our Patreon platform, and and we are really really it's glad that digital we did platform. Is that Sorry, you my you Patreon. Oh, Patreon platform. Patreon. Okay. Patreon. I don't know how to say. Pa I think Patreon. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an American accent also. So. so <laughs> and um, it's uh, it has. I, we are really glad uh, that we did because uh, it's like we we talked before uh, people. Uh, are really really invested in, in in this kind of stories and they they really enjoy them and and I don't know I think that we are doing a, a good thing. Looks like it. It's, it sounds great. And how was it? And you're also doing original uh, materials, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, like uh, we started with translations and and then we published uh, uh, some novels that were uh, published uh, like. 10 and 20 years before uh, from uh, written by uh, uh, Spanish authors uh, really uh, I don't know if you know Lola Robles and uh, Elia Barcelo no. we published them because we wanted to give them a, a really good um, platform because uh, the, their books were published uh, when uh, with uh, low quality and 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 bad uh, covers and and things like that, and we wanted to to revisit that kind of uh, work and and give uh, give them uh, a, a good look so people could could enjoy them again. It's interesting. And how you know? I was thinking recently about what science fiction would have looked like 
if it have, it have been, you know, if, uh, if it wasn't mainly males who, who, who started it, you know, and we had Jules Verne and Asimov and Clark and Heinlein and uh, Frederick Paul and all of those guys, <laughs> and what are, it have been completely, how different would it have been if Asimov was a woman and Clark was a woman? And they would have created, it would have looked completely different. And then I remember that actually one of the classic first science fiction stories is written by Mary Shelley, mm-hmm. Frankenstein. And it's yes. completely different from what they did. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is, a, it is, it's not just the science. It's the philosophy and the emotion and all, everything together. Mm-hmm. The things we, we had to walk a few decades to get to for both male and females, because it started by scientists, at least the popular science fiction. Yes, I, I, I think it, it, will, it is really different because now we are looking at it because uh, lots of uh, women are, are, are winning awards and they are writing really, really good things. I don't know, Jamison is like a star. It's really oof, amazing. And, and you can see how how uh, you can you have other point of point of views and 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 uh, there are the there is uh, diversity uh, uh, there there is uh, feminism also and because I don't know there but in Spain all the things that we were seeing uh, uh, translated from other places and and then replicated here because we 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 tend to replicate what we see uh, in this uh, world um uh, we we were seeing um stories that were all the setting was the same it was like the the blonde american guys fighting of aliens and uh, uh, always with big guns and and a big fight and and science fiction uh, has proven to be more than that there is butler for example octavia butler she has amazing stories and um, that, that are set in a, set in a space and and I don't know we have uh, Le Guin uh, we have um, uh, Joanna Ras we have James Deeptree Jr we have uh, I don't know there, there are a lot of women that were there but uh, they they weren't get, getting all the publicity uh, or were were being discriminated and and now uh, uh, there is a movement to to recover this kind of works and to to give to shed light to to, to this work that they did and um, uh, and also there is there are a lot of people who 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 are writing from their point of view there are people from asia from africa from i don't know from everywhere and they are uh, they 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 have stories that need to be heard because we live in a in a diverse really 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 diverse world and we need that kind of uh, stories so that's something that we want to to share with Coronauta. Amazing. And uh, you, th- there's a stage, uh, which I noticed here in Israel, when you start creating new material uh, from the place where you are, not, you know, uh, American-based or UK-based stuff. So the first thing people do is copy the story. They, uh, you know, it's the same story, but, you know, the names are different and they come from this city and not, you know, New York. Uh, and then slowly you get to find your own individuality and your own background and to use your own kind of thing. That's kind of the thing you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And I also noticed it was really hard for people to 
accept that someone who is not American or British can write good science fiction. Mm-hmm. The first, I remember I published my first book not knowing there was any audience and then I found out suddenly there's a convention and I got invited to it and I was sitting there with, um, in front of a small crowd and I could see in their faces, it's not possible that someone from here can write good science fiction. And you have to get over that hurdle. You have to prove yourself a few times for to know that it's not just luck. And people already assume someone, you know, the Americans have so many millions of people. So they have many more to choose from stories. So they must have chosen the best ones. So someone did the job for me. It's already the best story. So you from this little country can't possibly compete with that. Is that, did you find something like that? Uh, yes, and it is uh, something that we, we, we try to fight because, for example, we, we are publishing um, books from Spanish authors and it is a fact that they, they, they sell less than, than uh, books uh, for, from authors of other places. Uh, and um, I think that we, we have to fight this because we, we, we are... Um, we are uh, we have a, 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 a i don't know we we have stories that are really good and 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 it is uh, something that we have to to fight for and and we have to to broke to break this this uh, this like i don't know this glass and and say uh, that uh, no, no more we we have to 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 publish these stories uh, for example this year we are going to publish a story uh, that is called innombrable like uh, with no name it's will, will be the translation or something like that mm-hmm. and um it's from a, a catalan author the, from here from spain that is called cariana reuben and it's uh, a thriller set in, set in space uh, like a sort of cold war uh, where there are two factions and and it's like a spy novel but uh, with science fiction and the main protagonist uh, is a person who doesn't have uh, a fixed identity or gender mm-hmm. or uh, appearance. So it flows. It's a person who can be a woman or a transgender person or a, or a male, uh, depending on the, on the moment. And it is really hard to, to write that uh, and to have a, a good thing. And, and she has done a, a, a marvelous work. And, and, and I think that, that it is something that we have here in Spain, in Spain and we have to, 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 to give a platform to, to promote that and, and to, to say, we also have good, really good things here and we have to, to publish them. And I think that it, it is the same with, uh, with you. you, you I, I, I believe that you should have, you, you, you had to fight for this. I, I mean, and and I think that uh, it it is not good that we have to fight, but we had to do it. Well, I think it makes us less privileged. Like if you, mm-hmm. if, you if it was easy, it would have been too easy. So <laughs> it's frustrating, but I, I I also think we come out better that way because you either have to do have to go with the crowd and do what everyone is doing. Or you have to really, really find your own thing and really, really believe in it. Mm. Um, 
did you can you tell like a few more like what kind of more books do you have that's interesting that we haven't heard of that you're publishing uh for example uh we have um We are going to publish uh, publish uh, next year uh, one that is called Concierto en Sol Menor. It's like a concert in, I don't know how to say Sol Menor in English. It's like the note, a yeah. note, a musical, musical, musical note. And, uh, so it, minor or something like that. So I, I know little of music, so <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> tell you. But uh, it's a, a, a novel that... Um, It's a, an amazing story about a child, a woman, and a sentient spaceship uh, who try to escape uh, dire situations that they have in, in their lives. And by chance, they do it together. And it is a really well-written book uh, because you have different point of, points of view and uh, uh, the narrators uh, change and one time is the child, one time is the woman, one time in the, is the spaceship and I really, really love the, the parts where the sentient spaceship is talking because it, it has a different kind of uh, way of talking because the, the, the feelings of the spaceship and the, the, uh, the way that... Uh, Uh, it thinks it's different, so it's really, really nice, and and I really like it. And we also have a book that is written by uh, Lola Robles. That it, it this one was trans translated by Aqueduct Press to English, and it's uh, it's called El Informe Monteverde. I don't remember the title in English, but uh, I could give it to you later. And uh, it is a, a story uh, that uh, is uh, about a translator who, who travels to a planet uh, in order to know how, uh, how to translate uh, to, and to know the language of the planet, but not only the, know the language of the planet, of the people who live there that are really um, uh, secretive, uh, but also ones that live in caves. And, and that live in caves and um, and are blind, so they don't have uh, words for colors and things like that. Mm -hmm. And and the language that they use it are uh, is ref uh, reflect this kind of thing. And it's uh, it's really beautifully written, and uh, it's a really nice story with a ending that is really hopeful, and it's really nice also. Sounds, um, yes. sounds fascinating because yes. <laughs> I'm guessing it exposes uh, language, which means it exposes how people think, right? Yes. So because, for example, in that planet, this, the planet is really beautiful. They had like really a lot of colors and, and uh, I don't know, the, the forests are red and they have like, I don't know, 12 words for red, uh, different reds. And, but the, this is the, these are, that, these are uh, the words that they use, uh, the language that they use. Uh, when um, this is the language that the people from the outside of the planet use, but the people from the inside who are blind use a different kind of uh, language, and, and the contrast uh, is it's amazing. And, and Lola uh, has done something really beautiful there. And amazing. Yes, it's really poetic. It, I, what that? It, it is really poetic. Yes. It's like poetry. Sounds like it. Mm -hmm. um, so do you so that's one book that you do get act, 
because I was going to ask if you get translated from Spanish to English to 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 reach a bigger audience or even to other languages. Uh, we we try to um, promote those kind of um, um, books. Uh, and uh, this book uh, was translated to English before we, we published it. But uh, uh, the books that we are publishing now in Spanish, we are trying to, to give them to authors that we already know in, in, uh, in other countries. So it is, um, so, so they, they, they can read them and, and know about them and we are trying to promote them. We don't we don't have the the means to to give them to some publishing house and translate it and translate it to to English, but uh, we are doing what we can. And for example, we 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 plan to to give uh, the our books to to um, authors that we know of and that we have met before, as to in order to. Um, I don't know if to give us blurbs like like the the quotes from the books. I um, yes. um so that that's a way for for um, for the, these books to to be uh, heard of in in other places and and also uh, in our Matreon uh, platform uh, we had uh, a a um, a story uh, of Cristina Jurado that. Uh, was translated, but this 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 was because Christina knows everyone and and, and she knew where to send the 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 story. We we, we don't have the merit for for that. Um, uh, but the story uh, was translated by Suburg, and uh, it's called "Embracing Embrace the Moment," I think in English, "Abrazar el movimiento," and. If you haven't read it, you have to because it's amazing and it's really amazing. It's it's uh, you have to read it to read it. Sorry. <laughs> yes, and it is in English, so you can read it there. Absolutely. Uh, and how have in the beginning? Let's go back to being published. The, your readers, like first of all, do you have the fact that you publish female authors only, right? Does that mean you have a lot more female readers than male readers, or does it not matter? Or is it kind of 50-50? Uh, we don't know exactly, but on Twitter, uh, we have like a 50-50, the stats that they show us. Mm -hmm. it, it is something that we have like 50-50. And it's it's good. We, we, we like it that way. It's, it's good right. that yes. <laughs> we, we, we don't try to, to go to a... That, to the female uh, uh, ones, I, we, we would try to publish for everyone, and but we, we try to promote female and non-binary authors. So that's um, yeah. But I, I wasn't trying to suggest that you promote to female, but but to women. But rather than that, I was checking if male readers have no problem reading female authors. Or is that not? Mm, what <laughs> I know, we, what we know. Is the only thing that we know it's uh, the stats uh, on yeah. Twitter because it's the only way that we can know because we, we give our books to a distributor and and some some of the books we, we, we sell them in our web page but the other the other part the big part of uh, uh, the sales uh, are done with a distribute distribution company and uh, we don't know if 
so the only thing that we have is Twitter and it says that we have like a, I don't know, 46, 50 something. It's the, the ratio. At first we looked at, we, 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 at first it was uh, more women than, me, than men, but now I, uh, I, we, we have that this, this thing is, has balanced, has, has balanced. So it's, um, it's good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, I think Christina told me that you have you have a book, uh, an anthology of stories by by maybe just non-binary uh, authors or non-straight uh, authors or something like that. Uh, we <laughs> this is a thing that we are going to publish next uh, year. Oh. Uh, it's um, we we have a, in our Patreon uh, platform that is mm-hmm. called Matreon. We we have. Um, we started this because uh, in in when the pandemic uh, <laughs> was here to to stay, uh, he, uh, the libraries, the, sorry, the bookshops were closed here in Spain, mm-hmm. and we tried to get uh, stories uh, uh, through internet through the social networks, uh, and and we we try to do it uh, with this uh, Patreon and we started publish uh, monthly to, to, to stories monthly and, and we publish um, female and non-binary, non-binary authors and, um, and next, next year we are going to publish a selection of these, of these uh, stories and um, uh, I think they, they are going to be like 12, 12 I don't, I don't remember now, but I think we were talking about a lot of numbers, and I think now they are they are twelve twelve uh, stories, and um, one of them is the the one of, uh, of Cristina Jurado, like Abrazar el Movimiento, and uh, it's um, I think it's going to be really good because we have authors from all over the world. Uh, we have uh, Rafael Ismail, we have uh, Malka Older, we have uh, Bina Jamin Prasad, uh, Wendolin Kiste. Uh, we have a lot of uh, people there that it's is really good and from all over the, all from, from all over the world and and I think this is going to be a really nice anthology. And Julie Dillon is the one that is doing the the cover. Uh, we have uh, got a. Um, an illustration that she did uh, uh, several years ago, and and she's a an award uh, illustrate uh, awarded illustrate illustrator. So I think it's going to be really really good. Sounds amazing. It's, <laughs> that is the thing where I said I told her in the interview you have to give me a way to contact them. Um, okay. I have to hear about that thing. Okay. And I was also I was also amazed because because I, you know I know it's so hard to get to uh, to readers especially you know in Spain for example or in, in smaller countries that how could they possibly it's a great thing to do but how could they expect to get their money back uh, for that and she said uh, that because it's it's something only small publishers can do actually because what you expect is not to get millions from it, but to basically cover your costs or something like that. You have a, you have a social following of people who like uh, your stuff and you're able to get to, all you need is a small audience just to be able to publish it. And then you can publish great things, which the big publishers won't do. And that's how you bring out amazing art to people. Mm. 
that's basically it. <laughs> we try to cover um, the costs and we we try to pay the people that work with us uh, a fair amount of money um, and we try to to uh, care for our authors and and give them a good uh, percentage and uh, good uh, advances uh, but um, it's like we said uh, uh, at first uh, we all, all of us uh, have uh, two jobs. So <laughs> we have like our day job and then <laughs> our secret job in the night, <laughs> publishing books. <laughs> but um, uh, we, we do it because we love it. And maybe if we didn't uh, do it that way, we couldn't publish um, things that are more uh, risky because there are uh, stories that are really risky. For example, the one that I told you about uh, the um, character that uh, has no, no no identity, no gender, no. Mm -hmm. It's it's really risky, and maybe not uh, all um, publishers would have uh, got that. But we 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 thought that uh, it is really really worth it, and and we we believe in the words in the books that we publish. So it's um. But once you do it, it's easier for the next person and the next publisher, and for you to do it. Yes, it's that that's. That's uh, something that we, we said because uh, this is like you said before, uh, this world is really small here in, in Spain and I, we almost know every, everybody. So uh, it's like uh, we know people from other uh, publishing uh, uh, houses and small little independent <laughs> publishing houses. And, um, and uh, we, we have a, a, a good rapport because uh, we always, uh, at least we always say that uh, it is important to 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 believe in in the other uh, uh, publishing uh, houses too, because uh, the, if they generate more uh, uh, readers, these readers are going to go also uh, with us, and they 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 they, they, it, they we uh, all uh, win if if everybody uh, reads uh, science fiction and fantasy and uh, uh, and we try to promote other books from Spanish um, uh, publishing houses so uh, because we are not afraid of of them uh, robbing us uh, or fan base or things like that it's it's not like that we we need uh, more people reading science fiction and this uh, these other uh, uh, publishing houses uh, uh, do that, so it's it's really good for us that they exist. <laughs> it's amazing because, from what I see from you, you do it first because you love it. Mm -hmm. B, you do it to help to to help others to bring these kind of stories to others to help uh, authors uh, uh, to bring them out to light. And unlike, you know, most usually when people are teenagers and authors are teenagers, they start writing and then they think, you know, I'll be a bestseller and then I can make millions and then I'll be big. And, you know, and, and then the element of, of, of being becoming rich from it becomes an element of sometimes why to do it, which is also the people who, who stop early are the people who expect money for it. I think. Mm -hmm. um, but what I hear from you is, a real need and, and, and to help. You help people and you help the authors and you help the audience. And uh, 
it's really an amazing story. It's uh, very touching. Oh, we do what we can. <laughs> so it's it's what we do. So it, it is yeah. like that. <laughs> and and what do you um, what do you plan for the future? Like, how do you see the next few years? But for the future, um, we we have these books that uh, we have told you about. Um, uh, innombrable. Uh, we have also uh, the one about the concert, the Concierto en Sol Menor of Laura S. Maquilón. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the anthology that we haven't uh, uh, told to a, a Spanish audience. Uh, <laughs> Is it okay that we talk about it here? Yeah, I think it's okay, but uh, uh, we 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 uh, we are going to to uh, talk about it. Uh, in a few months, so it's, it's okay, it's not a problem. Yes. And uh, But we also have um, another book of uh, Nedio Corafor, uh, the Book of Phoenix. We are going to publish it, um, uh, I think, the first one uh, next year. Uh, it's a prequel of Who Fears, Who Fears Death uh, that we already published. And um, uh, we also have a, a, another thing that we cannot tell yet because uh, uh, until everything is signed, uh, and set in a stone we don't want we don't announce it and because we don't want to jinx it <laughs> but uh, uh, we are working on amazing uh, projects and we have also a Spanish author for uh, two th uh, for um, 2023 and and uh, that's the thing that we are like working on on that year uh, uh, right now so uh, we are uh, looking ahead uh, by two years, and, and I think that we are going to do uh, really, really uh, nice things uh, in the following years. That sounds really amazing. Yeah, we are really, really um, motivated and really, really happy because next year, I think it's they, we are going to have like five projects or so. It, it is the year that we are going to have most projects <laughs> uh, more books to to publish and, and also we have matreon that we love because mm, we are uh, meeting amazing authors and and it's uh, really good um it's really good to to i don't know this give this to to our readers amazing is there anything else you want to to say to people before uh the end I don't know that if uh, somebody who knows Spanish <laughs> and want to read something in Spanish uh, that uh, can uh, they can go to our webpage or uh, to our um, to our uh, Patreon. Uh, uh, maybe I can give it to you and you can put it in the. Because if I now I'm going to if I tell now the URL I'm <laughs> it's not going to be pretty so. Uh, I, I think that yes. you can, uh, if you are really, if you are hearing this and you want to try something different, you can, uh, you can try uh, to read uh, these things, uh, these stories in Spanish. Sounds amazing. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you, thank you, because uh, uh, we didn't know that we could do this kind of thing, and <laughs> and uh, we really love what you're doing with the with your postcard podcast and um and we are really really glad that you call us thank you i'm you're such a great guest and you look so, like such a great person that's uh... <laughs> thank you 
Thank you so much to Elena Lozano. The conversation provided such fascinating insight into how small things and determined people can change trends and change lives and create something new. Continuing our trend of one thing leading to the other, some of the authors she mentioned will appear in the near future in Geekdom and Powers, and we'll hear their stories, and at least the episodes I've recorded so far will be surprising and lead to new ways of seeing the indie and the non-highlighted uh, geeks of the world. So stick around for that. Uh, check out Coronauta's homepage, www.cronauta.es. Twitter, on Twitter, they're at chronosci-fi, sci-fi is C-I-F-I. Instagram, also at chronosci-fi, C-I-F-I. Next week, we'll take on African comics, like Pan-African comics, animation, and TV. So come back for that. Geek the Powers releases three episodes a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And if you want to contact me about this episode, previous episodes, next episodes, if you want to suggest cool guests who are, who we've never, I've never heard of because they are not highlighted, email me at guy.hasson, that's G-O-I dot H-A-S-S-O-N at geekdomempowers.com. Check out the website, geekdomimpowers.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at geekdomimpowers. On TikTok, we are at geekdomimpowers. My name is Guy Hassan, and I will see you in the next episode. For now, have an empowered day.